Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Good evening, happy hump day, and happy Ash Wednesday. That's right, it is the day after Mardi Gras. And uh, I had I had quite the... I'm still enjoying my Mardi Gras because I, I, I've i got king cake. My Mardi Gras lives on through my king cake. In fact, at four, this, I had it for breakfast this morning. had a little mid-afternoon snack. I'm enjoying myself. And uh, you know what, especially since, uh, for those of you who don't know, you know, Mardi Gras leads up to Ash Wednesday, which is the big blowout before Lent because you got to give up something at Lent. And uh, you know what? I, I even as much as I got to, I, I had a twofer down there, right in New Orleans, because I'm not Catholic, so I got to enjoy all the Mardi Gras, and then I didn't have to give up anything for Lent. How's that? It's beautiful. From typically, my friends would give up a chocolate, or you know, some people would give up meat. Um, you chocolate seemed to be like the main thing that people would give up. DJ Carrot Sticks, if you had to give up something for Lent, what would you give up? What would be hard? Cheez-Its. <laughs> and you know what? I haven't seen you eating many lately. You've been good. And by the way, y'all recognize that voice. It's the man who keeps the show going every day, whether it's Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday, whatever day it is. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. It's hump day. Hump day. Every day is fat for <laughs> me. Oh, I don't say that. It's Husky Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bone Thursday. <laughs> yeah, we're in a good mood around here. Glad to have you all with me as a part of the show tonight. And uh, give us a call, 888-344-1170. We got so many topics to get to on this Hump Day Wednesday. We got to get over the hump of news in anticipation of the weekend. Hump Day is about anticipating the weekend. And uh, in anticipation of that, we're anticipating the Mueller investigation, the Mueller report. So, so there's speculation coming out as to whether or not it's going to be dropped Friday. I think Brennan was saying, John Brennan was saying he thinks it's going to be Friday because that's the day grand juries give their indictments. No, if it comes out Friday, it's because we know there ain't no, no there there. And that's usually when they do a, a document, a news dump, because it's it's nothing. It's a nothing burger or it's bad news that they want to try to hide. Let me tell you, the Democrats would not be putting this thing out on a Friday if and, and if it comes down on a Friday. They wouldn't be putting it out on a Friday if they thought that it was bad news uh, for President Trump. But I want to hear from you guys on that topic or anything else that's on your mind because we got a lot to cover tonight. we got to talk about what does Minnesota have to do with the southern border and the border crisis that we got. What's Kurt Schlichter is going to be here to answer the question, why is Captain Marvel not so Marvel? And why is everybody, why with everything going on in the world, why is that such a big story as we go into the weekend? He's also here to talk about socialism is the new STD. Say what? Say what? <laughs> we got to talk about that and more. And let me tell you, the censorship, the banning of conservatism, the banning of speech is amping up at disturbing levels. And this is an issue we've been talking about over and over and over again. When are we going to have some action on the part of our government to try to do something to stop it? But anyway, we're going to be here taking your calls if you want to chime in. And uh, the man who would take your calls is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Did I already introduce you? You did. 
Dang. I'm, I'm so off. nice. You introduced me twice. Yeah. I'm off my game tonight. I'm just, I, I, you know, I, I've got so much it's to hump cover. Day. Woo, woo! <laughs> hump day. <laughs> Deja vu. Now you got, now it's you hump got day. Me. Woo, woo! Hump day. <laughs> now you got me giggling. Who is that doing the hump day voice? Is that, that's not Julio. No, that's the camel. That's from the, the camel. commercial. All right. I'm glad you got me giggling because I got to tell y'all, I am like warm over this Ilhan Omar. I am warm over because there's so much that's involved with this Ilhan Omar story. And it also is tied to the southern border. Last night we talked about the fact that the left is and including Republicans saying that Republicans saying that there's no crisis, there's no emergency. Even the New York Times last night was saying we've got a crisis at the border. Uh, Kirsten Nielsen, was at DHS, was answering questions today. She said that the expectation of apprehensions, this isn't just everybody, but apprehensions this year will be somewhere between 900,000 and a million. And I have been saying for a long time that the biggest issue that we face in this country is the borders. And the border issue that we face is not just the southern border. The border issue that we face also involves the refugee program that we've got as well as the visa program that we've got, which involves these uh, the visa lottery program, the fiancé visas. We even found out recently that we have had the State Department uh, approving visas and approving people coming into this country for child brides. So what does Minnesota have to do with this border? Well, it's all a part overall, as I touched on last night, part of the cloward Piven principle to destroy this country. It's about overwhelming the system. They know that eventually President Trump might get the wall built, but by the time he does, it's likely to be too late because we will have been, we are already at the point in which we have the invasion is so great that from an economic toll, from a cultural toll, from a national security toll, from a conquest toll, we're pretty far down the road to having it be too late. Case in point, a lot of people are really upset with this Ilhan Omar, how this woman ended up on, and not only as a member of Congress, but sitting on the Foreign Affairs Committee. How, how could it be that at a post-9-11 USA, post-9-11, that we've got a woman who, who defended, who lobbied on behalf of ISIS terrorists to not have to do time? How did that happen? A lot of people have been saying, well, Obama, you know, he's the one who brought in all these refugees from these other countries. I did a little research. And I, cause, cause I remembered that in a post 9 11 USA, that George W. Bush, while taking us into Iraq, which didn't have anything at all to do, ultimately, it indirectly, I was in support uh, of going into, you know, uh, Iraq as a part of an overall strategy, but not to replace going after the ideology that took down the Twin Towers. And George W. Bush, with his multicultural, you know, religious stuff, and, you know, he 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 did a really good job of making it seem like he was hard on the war on terror, when the reality is he he really, he was the guy behind the refugee program. Here's some numbers. Because a lot of people are saying, that, and, and, and on my Facebook page today, saying that it was Obama who brought the, the Muslim community of, to Minnesota of the Somalis. Here are some numbers. It's still sketchy. I couldn't find the exact number. It's being reported that it's upwards of 100,000 Somalis in the Minnesota area. That number is still sketchy. It's somewhere could possibly be in the 80,000 area. But in the years 09 to uh, 
2017, Obama resettled 6,320 Somalis to Minnesota. Under George W. Bush, though, in the years 02 to 08, he resettled 9,858. 30% more resettled to Minnesota under George W. Bush. About And, and he started that, what, about a year after 9-11? W. did some good things on the war on terror. But what he did not do was understand the ideology. When, when he did the war in Iraq, what he thought was, and I did a documentary on it because the concept, it was never about WMD. It was about the fact that George W. Bush really never understood the ideology that was behind the attacks. He literally thought that if we went over there and built some schools and gave them a taste and gave them some infrastructure and gave them a taste of what is America and the free market system, that they would love us and they would no longer want to destroy us. Meanwhile, the Somali community in Minnesota is the number one terrorist recruitment ground in this country, many of which that have gone on to fight ISIS, graduated high school and went to college. They've been in this country a long time now. W never understood this ideology. He has done more in a post in a post nine, uh, 9-11 U.S. to hurt us than Obama. Because at least when it's a Democrat doing this kind of stuff, we can. it's always the enemy we don't know who's worse than the enemy we know. In total... Obama brought in a slightly more than W. He brought in a total of 54,000 that he resettled nationally, but W resettled 46,000 in a post 9-11 U.S. You can, you can maybe say to yourself, well, you could understand a little bit more with Obama since he was, you know, raised by a Muslim, but there's no excuse for W to do this. And in fact, he's still pushing this nonsense. He's got, he's got an article at the Bush Center right now defending refugees, saying if you were to read this article and I posted it on Facebook, you would think that Nancy Pelosi wrote it. Talking about how uh, that that recent rhetoric suggests that refugees, especially those coming from high-risk areas, i.e. Somalia, South Sudan, uh, Libya, and beyond, pose a threat to America and that we should fear them. These opinions are largely based on misinformation, this article goes on to say. And then it goes on to quote the same old lies and misinformation that they are an economic positive to this country when they are not. According to FAIR, the, the Feder, uh, Federation for American Information I- Immigration Reform, the <coughs> we are spending $1.8 billion annually, $8.8 billion per five-year period to resettle refugees and asylum seekers. That is not a net positive to this country. And this article goes on to talk about how 92.5% of them sign up for SNAP immediately upon entering, and they stay there for a minimum of five years. They're slow to assimilate, obviously, as we can see. That's another failed argument that the Bush Center poses, is that they do they do a good job of assimilating. You read uh, Fox News has an article out about how Minneapolis Somali community became the terrorist recruitment capital of the U.S., and it talks about how there's no assimilation. In fact, in fact, the Somali community in Minnesota is just like what happened in Europe to where they would open the borders and bring them in under multiculturalism, yet set them up in these outlining communities where the liberals wouldn't have to bump up against them. And that's where they end up with no-go zones and parallel legal systems and parallel government systems. 90% come here, can't speak English. This Bush article, the Bush Center article, talks about how they want to – They, uh, in fact, one of the most outrageous – lines in this about refugees is that 
they're taking jobs that many Americans don't want to take and that their culture is one of hard work. Let's see how they, they have a drive and determination to succeed that is unique to refugee and immigration population. Basically, the slur is that we Americans are a bunch of lazy, do nothing, worthless jerks. And it's the refugees who come here that are hardworking. And that we need to have them come here because we're, they're doing jobs that we won't do. Which is a bunch of nonsense. This is from George W. Bush. Michelle Malkin hit it on the head at CPAC when she talked about the immigration policies and how it was the Republican grifters have been selling us out. And she said she was referring to Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, the Bush family, and the ghost of John McCain. This is all a part of a cloward piven principle to destroy this country. And the elites, which include both parties, like the Bushes who live behind walled compounds and armed security and armed guards and all kinds of security systems to keep them safe, knowing that their wealth will be protected. They don't have to worry about it because they, the Bush family and the rest of these Republican establishments, are counting on the fact that with cloward piven, if it destroys, when it tears down, when Not if. It tears down this country and they transform it into a centralized system of power after they've partnered with these Islamists. Because the reason why the Democrats and others are defending Ilhan Omar and the Republicans aren't doing anything to pull her off is because they need that Islamic ideology, the political ideology that involves a centralized system of power with complete control over the citizens. Both of the establishment parties need to partner with them to get it over on us. This is Cloward Piven in action. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to, we're going to shift gears. We're going to talk to my buddy, Kurt Schlichter. We're going to talk about socialism. He's got a great uh, video out right now on Rebel TV. We've got to talk about that because that's really the end game. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some major moves in censorship and big tech bans coming up. So don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand a costly, devastating seven year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Many solar companies send out inexperienced salesmen who aren't qualified to know what to look for when evaluating your home for adding a solar system. This includes evaluating your current electrical panel. Hello, I'm Jesse Keegan with Keegan Electric Solar. Your family deserves the best. As a certified electrical contractor, I'll personally look at your electrical panel and make sure it's solar ready. A lot of homes in San Diego require electrical panel upgrade because of the increase in our overall electrical demands and aging electrical panels. Keegan Electric Solar only installs solar ready electrical panels. Get the job done right. Whether you need trenching to move your electrical panel because of your gas line or just an overhead service from the power pole, let Keegan Electric Solar guide you through the electrical panel upgrade process. Call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. 
This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Larry Kudlow is director of the National Economic Council, which makes him President Trump's chief economic advisor. But in his recent CPAC speech, Kudlow gave some advice directly to the American people. He asked us to put socialism on trial. What a great idea. C.S. Lewis wrote an essay called God in the Dock. The dock is the defendant's seat in British trials. His point was that modern man puts God on trial, whereas our forebears properly saw man as on trial. The people who put God on trial also tend to put freedom on trial. Conservatives have offered effective defenses of economic freedom. But Kudlow is right. It's time to put godless socialism in the dock, in the defendant's seat. I choose as witness number one and number two, two forms of socialism, communism and fascism. What do you have to say for yourselves, socialists? We'll await your defense. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weekdays at 7 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. As Californians, we know that an earthquake can strike at any time. Having a plan on what to do when the shaking starts is vital. The only thing better would be to also receive an alert that the shaking is coming. Earthquake experts and public safety officials in California are developing an earthquake early warning system. Even a few seconds of notice could allow you to take action. For more information on the future of earthquake early warning, go to calalerts.org. Sponsored by the California Governor's Office of Emergency Services, aired by the California Broadcasters. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170, if you would like to chime in on the show. And here to chime in and answer the two burning questions of the day is, why is socialism the new syphilis? And why is Captain Marvel... Why is that movie no Marvel? Why is she not marvelous? Here to answer these questions is none other than Kurt Schlichter from Town Hall and Rebel TV. Hey, Schlichter, welcome back to the show. Hey, nothing like chatting up STDs on a Wednesday night. (laughs) Well, especially since it's Ash Wednesday, right? What a perfect day to do this. Hey, um, by the way, did you happen to see, I looked up during the break, and there's there's video that's going viral right now. Of some dude asleep at the wheel of a Tesla. He was caught napping twice. <laughs> I mean, what? I, I, I guess the I autopilot's... Pro- to, what? Yeah, I don't think it's too much to expect people drive their cars. Well, I don't know. Yeah, even Tesla put out a statement and said, you know what? Autopilot is really meant for somebody who's like coherent and awake. But then it begs the question, well, why do you even have autopilot? I guess. I don't know. But that well, my, my car has autopilot and it hassles me if I take my hands off the wheel. It's like, this. <laughs> put your hands on the wheel. What's wrong with you? Holy crap, put it on the wheel. But it does it in a German accent. Oh, well, very good. Okay, um, so you got a you got a video out about socialism. I mean, it's kind of I mean, it's it's hilarious. You always bring the humor to every topic. Um, uh, only Schlichter can answer the question as to why socialism is the new STD. But isn't it like scary that we got to even be talking about pushing back against the message of socialism in the country? Well, I like to blame millennials for most things because they're terrible. 
in general, except the ones who worked with me in the military. They were awesome. Uh, millennials seem and, and, and millennials stay with me here. Millennials seem to think that history began around the time they got their first cell phone. Mm-hmm. So they so they don't really understand that there's this whole history of you know a hundred million butchered people uh, that underlies and forms the foundation of their idiotic ideology. You know, they, they listen to they listen to these people talk about socialism. They don't realize it always means death. All they think of is, oh, other people work hard to give me stuff. I'm a millennial. That's pretty much how I've gone through life. I think an ideology that involves people giving me stuff would be awesome. And, you know, since I'm, you know, and I, I like to speak for the people who do the giving mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, I've worked for you know, gosh, I was mopping out toilets at Carl's Jr. in Foster City, California in 1981 for 310 an hour. So I've worked for a while. 310 an hour, man. Yeah, that was a long time ago when minimum wage that was, was three. a long time ago, <laughs> and I wasn't even worth it. Um, <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. I, I don't want to give stupid young people my stuff. See, right. I earned it, and I, I think I'm going to keep it unless they take it. And I'm not sure that they have the capacity to do that. Well, here's what I don't understand. It's like we, we, uh, yeah, I, I get your point. I mean, they literally were, we're not teaching history in schools. I mean, they, the, for them, history is just, they, they struggle to, to think about, you know, when, you know, family guys started, but but you've got well, yeah, they, like oppression 101 right but they've That's got google like, they got google they can find out right now the reality of socialism and, and well, they, they could but see they don't want to because they like the idea of a system that takes from those of us who've actually achieved something and gives to losers like them so how do we yeah. fight this? Because we can't – because no amount of showing them what's going on in Venezuela is going to work. No amount of telling well, them that we can't afford we can't afford to pay for it is going to work because, honestly, we've got Republican Party running up the debt to $22 trillion at this point. So how do, how do we combat this message? Well, I think we need to start by telling them no. Hey, I'd like free college. No, I'm not going to work to pay for your college or your health care, or your apartment, or your food. In fact, you know, if it was Kurt's choice, I would end all social programs immediately. I think hunger and cold are wonderful incentives that nature has provided us that guide people towards that state where one is supporting his or herself. That is, I call it adulthood. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't understand the idea that I'm supposed to ameliorate the entirely predictable consequences of self-centered decisions by stupid people. I think pain is a great way for stupid people to learn. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't propose to stop stupid people from doing things that will cause them pain. For example, I don't have money to go out and buy a, a six-pack of beer. Yes, you are going to suffer a deprivation of Budweiser because you were lazy yeah. and stupid. Well, There's a solution. It's uh, called supporting your own damn self. I've managed to do it since I was mopping out toilets for mm-hmm. 310 an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because, you know, and in fact, uh, you know, uh, 
I was I was just flashing for some reason on the TV show Survivor. You know, you know, because you were talking about being hungry and cold. I mean, maybe yeah. what we should do is, you know, before everybody after they graduate high school, before they go off to college, or before they do anything else, they got to spend a couple of weeks on an island somewhere and have to fend for themselves. <laughs> where where they uh, they've got that guy Jeff with the dimples dropping in, you know, a bag of rice that they've got to share for a couple of weeks, and that's it. They got to they got to they got to make some shelter. They got to like whittle a uh, you know a, um, a stick down and, and walk out into the water and try to get themselves a fish that or or hustle up some rats and cook them over a flame you know I, there was a time where when i moved to california where i had five dollars to eat off of for an entire week and i thought well you know what i'd love me some taters i can eat hash brown for breakfast french fries for lunch and baked potato for dinner and you know what it never occurred to me you know we've you know we did we've stopped and you know you know who we got to blame we got to blame the parents from the 80s because that was the generation of kids that grew up in the 80s that never had to suffer anything. They never had to go without anything that they wanted. Christmas meant nothing to them because they got every toy, everything that they wanted year-round. They That was the generation that started with the getting the trophy for everything. And now they, and they're not used to having any kind of consequences or suffering at all a little bit. I, I, well, look, I, 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 you know, things that you don't work for don't matter. I mean, look, I'm a partner law firm. I, you know, I, I host radio shows sometimes. I get on TV. I write books, best-selling books. But what am I talking about to you? I'm talking about sweeping and mopping out a toilet at a Carl's Jr. in 1981 because that's the job that helped make me who I was. I don't, you know, I retired a United States Army colonel. That's pretty objectively impressive. Mm-hmm. But what I'll talk about is how I started as a private first class. Because that's what made me who I became. That is, none of this matters. It's not an achievement if you're handed it. It doesn't matter. You don't appreciate it. I appreciate what I have because I worked for what I have. And I feel that, well, I know that we're shortchanging people by not demanding that they build their own lives. I mean, you show up, you're eating nothing but taters. Mm-hmm. But you didn't continue to do that. You took the actions necessary. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm on your radio show. You've got a radio show. That's not something that just happens. No. They don't just throw that at you. And, right. and everybody out there who's listening right now, you're, if you're listening right now, look at your car. You bought that or leased that. That's yours. You did that. And you're coming back from the job that you have and that you do well. You're going to the house that you bought with the family you support. You are something. You matter because you've done something. Right. That's, and, and if you didn't, if you're just a parent, if you're, if you're some trust fund loser, and I don't imagine some trust fund loser listening to your show, but let's assume one has made a mistake. They thought you were the hip-hop station, and, and they're <laughs> listening to you. And before you can reach down, stop for a minute, you dreadlocked dork, put your jewel away, and listen up. You're nothing. But that's okay. That's how everybody starts. You can be something. You can be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. As far as your as far as your talents and your endurance and your skills and your persistence will take you. Yeah, we all have limitations. I could probably never be a Navy SEAL. But, you know, I, 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 I became an infantryman. Yeah. <laughs> and that's well, pretty cool. All right. Can I you ask you to hold over it. to the next segment? Of course.
course. Yeah, because we got to talk about whether or not a woman can be a Navy SEAL because we've got this movie coming out with this Captain Marvel thing, right? And it's all about feminism and humanism. And it's it, and it's become this really huge thing. And I saw your Twitter feed, and, and you and James Woods and others are like, you know, uh, we're we're first of all, you were uninvited to the movie. And, but, I know, yeah. Right? And I'm sure your feelings are hurt, but it's it's yeah. It, I'm going to honor that one. Yeah. Uh, so we got to talk about that when we come back, and we also got to talk about Will Smith. I don't know if you've heard this story, and I also got to pick Kurt Schlichter's brain here on uh, this. Uh, What's happening with the Democrat Party and with Nancy Pelosi <laughs> and this whole uh, resolution on anti-Semitism? So stick around because we got more with Schlichter on the other side of the break. And I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Recently, mortgage rates have fallen dramatically by half a percent from their peak, opening yet another window of opportunity for homeowners to lower their monthly payments, do a cash-out refinance, or consolidate their debts. Extreme volatility in the stock market and expectations of slowing global and U.S. economic growth have pushed bond yields to near one-year lows. Following the big drop in mortgage rates, conforming no-point 30-year fixed mortgage rates now average in the mid-fours, with 15-year rates in the high threes. 30-year VA and FHA rates are in the low fours. Whether you're purchasing a home or refinancing, take advantage of today's lower mortgage rates while they're still available. And don't forget, Aramco now has plenty of easy qualifier loan programs for the self-employed with no tax returns. To learn more, call Aramco today at 800-411-8441. That's 800-411-8441. Or visit aramco.biz, B-I-Z. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. Real estate, real solutions for your financing needs. If you want to pay less for heating and cooling while improving the value and look of your home, there's no better way than Triple Coat Low E Windows. And right now, the award-winning Brothers Home Improvement is offering huge savings up to $1,000 off. We love our new windows, and we've seen a big difference in our energy bill. On hot days, it's like the sun's just hitting the glass and bouncing back out. But at night, when it's cool, they better insulate and keep the heat in, so there's savings both ways. Yeah, Brothers did an amazing job. Our new windows are sealed tight and look great. 
Trust us, don't miss out on their special offer. You'll save now and save on every energy bill. Brothers Home Improvement, family run by nine brothers and sisters. Call now for a free in-home estimate. You'll save $300 with four or more windows installed, $720 with eight or more installed, and $1,000 with 10 or more double-pane, triple-coat, low-E windows installed. Call 800-672-3777. That's 800-672-3777. Or see brotherswindows.com. Let's face it, everyone loves to shop. From my experience of meeting a famous politician in the Hermes store in Paris... To my unforgettable experience test driving my first 600-horsepower car, in which I said, I'll take it, before it even hits 60 miles an hour. We're pretty sure everyone has at least one unforgettable shopping experience. Hello, we are Kirian, founders of Income Store. Have you ever considered shopping for your next income? And we don't mean your next job. Did you know that you can walk into Income Store's website through a door on the left or a door on the right? If you're just starting out or you simply have more time than money, you're going to enter our website on the left. If you've got more money than time, then definitely the right door is for you. If you're looking to increase revenue in your home or business and would like to create a brand new, greatest shopping memory, all you have to do is change where you shop. Check out one of the two doors at IncomeStore.com. That's IncomeStore.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? Okay, I guess that's a clip from Iron Man. I'm not familiar with it. You know, everybody's all into these, like, superhero movies. You know, that ain't, that ain't my thing, man. I'm more into, like, movies like The Godfather. But Potato Skins, we were going to talk tonight about this Captain Marvel movie. And so uh, Potato Skins says he's on hashtag Team Iron Man. I'm on, I'm, on the, I'm on the team of you listeners out there. The number is 888-344-1170. Uh, before we were talking about Captain Marvel, we had Kurt Schlichter here. He's got a video up from Rebel TV saying socialism is the new STD. I guess, I guess the analogy being it's like the fraternity house is taking all the, you know, the antibiotics to get rid of it, but somehow it's creeping back in to our culture. And here to discuss is, is Staying over the break is Kurt Schlichter, and he's uh, Schlichter also said it's the millennials' fault. But we've got a caller on the line who disagrees with Schlichter. He says it's the baby boomers. All right, Bill, welcome to the Andrea K Show, and uh, tell me and Schlichter why you disagree with him. Hey, so I don't completely disagree with them. I am, you know, self-identify as a, as a millennial. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and I agree, there's a lot of problems with my generation, but, you know, credit where credit's due, you, you correctly, and I'm an Army vet as well, so I, I respect the SIR service, but, you, you know, when you got to trace the problem back, the me generation, you know, 1980s, they were raised by the baby boomers, and what, what I believe is the problem is you had the boomers who were raised in nonstop prosperity, and that their that their parents had to fight had to fight for you know and they they never went through you know the Great Depression they never went through the bread lines so they were raised in this prosperity that's all they ever knew this amazing you know the amazing 1950s economy uh, so they raised these kids you know the me generation that in turn raises the millennials and again not to point fingers saying you know we're not responsible for our own actions but this problem didn't start in the 1980s or the 1990s this problem started back when. You know, they say uh, uh, hard times bring strong men, strong men bring soft times, and then soft times bring soft men again. And that, that's what I feel like is the origin of this problem. Schlichter, you care to respond? 
Well, first of all, remember how I said uh, uh, how I said, except for the ones who are in the military. That was a great <laughs> point. <laughs> that was an outstanding point. My God, I am so proud of you guys. Uh, here is my beef. Y'all can't do anything about the past. All you can do is control right. your future. You control you you control up to three hundred meters in front of you. That's it. That's where you have the influence. You have taken you have taken control of your own life. You have done things that are making your life better and making your future better. I want the rest of your generation to do it. Look, I was born last week of the baby boom. If you want a defense of baby boomers, you're gonna have to go elsewhere. I can't do anything about baby boomers. They are a lost cause. But what I can do is throw a big bucket of cold water in the face of the millennials because it's not a question of intelligence and it's not a question of talent. I've seen it. I've served with it. I know it's there. I'm not hating on the millennials. I'm doing something they haven't experienced. I'm telling them no. I'm telling them you're wrong. I'm telling you you're screwed up. I'm telling you not only can do better, I expect you to do better. That's right. Schlichter is given the tough love. That's Schlichter. You know, it's it's like you got him out on the battlefield. It's like you got your troops or all the whatever you know military lingo. I'm the daughter of two Marines, not Army, and you know use whatever military. But it, it's like it's like you got to break them down right in basic and build them back up into into war heroes. And you got to do that with some tough love, right? That's what Schlichter is doing. Sometimes you got to sometimes you got to tell people things they don't necessarily want to hear. But our caller. I think he's got the right idea, but there's only one thing he can influence. Can't influence the past. Can't fix my generation. Heck, I couldn't. But right. He can help fix his. Well, what and I would I say, know he's going to be right. fine. And what I would say to the millennials is start using start using some common sense. Bring some common sense to the equation. There's this old saying. I think it was Churchill that says, "If you're not a liberal when you're young, you have no heart. If you're not a conservative when you're older, you have no brain." I was never a liberal, and I, because I had my own common sense, and it didn't. It never made sense to me. It, uh, you know, no, it, me neither. It, it just, it, you me know, Look, the basics of economics are what they are. And it didn't make sense to me since the government has no money that these entitlement programs just, it never made sense to me that it could ever work. And it doesn't work in the long run. I don't understand how anybody can buy into a platitude on a bumper sticker that there is free college for anybody. It just, it, def, it def, liberalism, progressivism, socialism, whatever your ism is, it defies common sense. And I would ask millennials to start bringing their own common sense to the equation instead of um instead of bringing it's all about emotion for millennials and they need they need to bring some common sense bill thank you for calling in the show yeah i think i i think it was about it's about emotional blackmail i look i was a college student at uc san diego back in the olden days and boy i fought with my professors these these young millennials need to don't listen to your professors don't listen to them. They're all wrong. And don't listen to Hollywood either, because Hollywood, nope. see, one of the things that we've had in this in this country, and it is all about emotions. It's all about playing on emotions. And who knows better to play on emotions and the way to go about it than our media, which which combines Hollywood. And and they're now they're, they're, every movie. Uh, did you watch the Oscars? Some dopey documentary no. about menstrual about I, I didn't watch this either about menstrual equality. There's a documentary out there. And I asked DJ Carrot Sticks. I'm like. Like, is there some kind of injustice to men? What I don't even understand what menstrual e- equality means. I mean, everything about Hollywood has been politicized. Now, you can't even have a, a character from a cartoon 
uh, book. I, I don't do, I don't go see any of these cartoon character superhero movies. But now there's a there's one that offends my lady parts because supposedly it's about women female empowerment. When to me there's no empowerment, Kurt. When you're telling when you're bashing on white men and you're trying to put some message out there that women can do anything a man can do, when that's absolutely not true. That offends my most well, important look, lady part, my brain. Look, it, 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 women's empowerment is about reality. Look, I, I, I served with women, and they are great, and they will never be 200 pounds. They just won't. I mean, they can't do anything. Doesn't mean they're not brave. Doesn't mean they have heart. Don't have heart. It just means they're physically not big. And, oh, well, I know one I know one woman. She's in the Olympics. Yes, you know one woman because she's the exception. There are exceptions to rules. Grow the hell up. Yeah, we call in statistics we call those outliers, and that's why you throw them yeah, out we, there. We call know. them outliers. Yeah, exactly. And 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 so you have these movies where we're we're telling women, hey, be empowered because you know you can take on a two hundred and twenty pound man. Okay, chances are, unless you're Ronda Rousey, you probably can, and Ronda Rousey may have trouble with it too. You don't see her getting in the ring fighting someone two hundred pounds. She fights someone of her own weight. That's why they do it. It's not a this. It's, it's just don't empower people by telling them things that aren't so. Uh, oh, women can do many, many things. You don't have to say, well, I'm just going to make her into a different version of man thanks to special effects. Right. It's not, it's just, it's tiresome. I, like, like this Captain Marvel woman. Well, I don't understand. It's an interesting marketing uh, ploy for me to try to alienate half. I don't even know any woman that ever goes to see this kind of movie. What woman is going to see Captain Marvel? They're not. So you're going to alienate your your ticket buying base. It doesn't even make sense. You know, Hollywood is so off the rails. They don't even care, I guess, about about selling tickets to go see these movies. If they're telling white men who are the only the only people buying tickets don't show up. I think I look. I, I think there's a lot of that. I think uh, I think some of them are willing to sacrifice profit for wokeness, well, and that just strikes me as baffling, um, especially when you're in a system uh, or in an industry where the you know barriers to getting in it, thanks to technology, are dropping. I mean, you know, if you look on your if you look on your pay per view, there's thousands of movies and shows because it's a lot easier to make them than it used to be, mm-hmm. and people have choices. And if you tell me, you know, oh, this movie isn't for white males, I'm going to take you at the my at the word. And, yeah. and you know, thirty or five percent of America is white males. Perhaps you should not be racist. Don't be racist to anybody. How about making a movie anybody can appreciate? Yeah, how about uh, an idea? Right now, there there's a movie being made right now that is about uh, Venus and Serena Williams' dad, who's I mean, you know, their their story is absolutely amazing. I mean, I think he's from by way of Lafayette, Louisiana, and he ended up in East LA. And I mean, he really created two amazing champions on the tennis courts. Well, yeah. I guess Will Smith got Will Smith got cast in the movie, but you know what? Colorism matters, Kurt. He ain't quite he ain't black enough to play. Papa Williams. Why? You know, it's called acting. Mm-hmm. And why does somebody have to be? Why does somebody have to check boxes to be an actor? Why? Why could could uh, a, a role typically thought of as a straight white male? Why couldn't a gay black actor play that? 
Well, I I, you know, maybe what that. I think it's stupid. Well, maybe what Will Smith's example is even stupider. Yeah. Well, maybe what Will Smith needs to do is get that shoe polish that Governor Northam used when he oh, when he geez. was when he did his Michael Jackson impersonation and 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 moonwalked. Maybe that's what he need to, needs to do to black his face. I mean, yeah, look. I, I, I mean, I just the whole idea of saying that, yeah, Will Will Smith, one of America's most beloved actors, can't play a role because of his skin color. I don't you know, I'm against that kind of bigotry. I think you are. I think the entire audience here is going, wait a minute. And we need to stand up and go, no, I'm not going to live in a place where somebody's limited by the color of his skin. I refuse. I will not be a party to it. That is not how this is going to happen. Right. Well, you know, we got to start. This is, you know, I, I used to... I used to not spend so much time doing these pop, pop culture stories, but you know what? We Republicans have let the left can ch- change our culture and hijack it and make everything be about race, make everything be about uh, the identity politics game, and it's literally tearing our country apart. And we got to start facing it. it. And these are literally the least important things. These un uh, these uh, immutable personal characteristics are the least important part of any person's life. Their gender, their, their, their race, their ethnicity, their religion. These are the least interesting things about them. And they are the least important things in making a decision about. How about, we, how about we listen to Dr. Martin Luther King? How about we judge people by the content of their character? How about we act like Americans instead of like these weird college uh, faculty lounge uh, uh, creepy professor guys? Yeah. How about we tell him no? How about we tell him Will Smith can be anything he wants? If he wants to act in this movie, I'll throw my money at him. Here, take my money. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know like what? A cool story with a cool actor. Yeah, and you know what? An that that was a story. that that was a movie I was getting excited to see because I do love me some Will Smith. Will Smith is one of those actors that everybody loves. You're right; he's absolutely beloved. And so they, you yeah. know, who are they going to cast? You know, they're going to. Yeah, and he gets and he gets harassed by the woke people because he refuses to pigeonhole himself as a black actor. Mm-hmm. It's He's funny because it's funny because Obama is half black and 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 the the left love him and and can't even accept that won't even acknowledge the half of Obama that's not black. But Will Smith yeah, and, isn't and black enough. Sure, I mean, the, the whole the whole racial thing is completely stupid and hypocritical. It's used as a weapon. Here's the the least interesting or important part about Obama is where his father happened to come from mm-hmm. that's the least interesting thing or important thing about him well what's most important was the behaved? how about what his politics are how about what he believes yeah how about those things yeah how about what he did to this country you know he and he and michelle are working on some kind of program to create more because he said we need more obamas we need more baracks and more michelles you think we need more of them I, I, we, we could use a lot less people who think like Barack Obama. But again, we're not talking about his race. We're talking about what he's done, his actions, his policies, which is how every one of us should be judged. Right. Well, Kurt Schlichter, where can people see your stuff? Oh, my gosh. Check out my Rebel Media uh, videos. They're, about, they're on YouTube. They're only about mm-hmm. five, seven minutes long. Mm-hmm. They come out every uh, uh, Tuesday and Friday. And then you'll want to check my town hall dropping tonight at midnight. It's on Never Trumpers, and it's not nice. Ooh, 
dropping bombs on the never Trumpers. I thought you I thought they had already been pretty much extinguished. Now, you know, um, I like to make the rubble bounce. (laughs) Well, thanks for being here, Kurt Schlichter. All right. Now, stay tuned. All right. We got more Andrea K. show coming up. We've got uh, we got to talk about a real serious subject, which continues to grow and be made worse by the day. And it's big tech censorship and banning. We are all Laura Loomer. We are all Tommy Robinson. And the DNC now has made a major announcement in order to stifle free speech and control the message and control minds. Really scary what's happening with this next story, so don't go away. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Is your retirement income not adequate? What if you could completely eliminate your mortgage payments? How much better off would you be living in your home with no mortgage payment? I'm Ed Personius with Qualified Home Loans. If you're over 62 with more than 50% equity in your home, I want to tell you about one of the safest, most powerful financial tools available to retired homeowners, and it's one of the best-kept secrets. You could literally have more money every month and never pay another mortgage payment again. I'll sit down with you in your home and explain how to stop making mortgage payments for the rest of your life and have your home actually pay you instead, tax-free. Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Eliminate your mortgage payments and create a tax-free income every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807. DRE number 02026055. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 3746034370. If your loved one needs assisted living or memory care, here's what Anna says about Sun Garden Terrace Retirement Community. Well, I think it's great, great, great for me. Everything is, you know, I, for my age that I don't have to worry about cooking and I don't have to worry about even cleaning. They've got a designated driver, takes you to the doctors, and I enjoy all the people that work here. They're all very nice. Residents like Anna love meeting friends for book club, live entertainment, and staying in shape with exercise 
classes. Well, I made a lot of friends since I've been here, and I keep making more friends and more friends. But whenever they have somebody doing exercise, I like to exercise. So I've been keeping pretty fit, you might say. Sun Garden Terrace also offers compassionate memory care for those with Alzheimer's and dementia. To schedule your private tour and delicious lunch, visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, where there's such a lot of living to do. 619-464-2273. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Every trick in the book with every step that you take. That's the earworm you had, DJ Carrot Sticks, when I came into the studio. Yeah. Dude, how did you even listen to that song, though? Baby, I'm gonna make you mad. Oh, dang. All right, you want you want another reason to not go go see this movie, Captain Marvel? That dopey actress, who I've never heard of, by the way, she tweeted out, I merely smiled at a TSA agent and he asked for my phone number. To live life as a woman is to live life on the defense. I mean, come on. I mean, where this is supposed to be the woman that this movie is supposed to be about women empowerment. When you're going around yammering and complaining and moaning because some dude showed interest in you. I bet you should just small it. I bet the guy didn't even ask her for her number. Yeah, she small at the situation. Girl, ain't nobody buying that now. Yeah, you're, you're right. She's probably making it up, which is so stupid. You know, I'm I'm almost embarrassed to be a woman. Maybe I'm going to start self-identifying as a man. Um, okay, serious, serious, serious stuff going on in terms of silencing. It the left never stops. It's always just every day, all day, every day. It's another inch, another inch, another inch towards tyranny. That's the ultimate goal. Liberal liberalism is where liberty goes to die. The end game is complete control over us and the only way that ultimately that they can do that is by keeping us stupid control the message and you control minds silence the opposition remove our voice from us and what started is simply annoying on facebook when our we would get our post pulled or you know the shadow banning or whatever is now full-on censorship and banning we've talked how many times about laura loomer she has been banned on Uber, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Now we've got Tommy Robinson, who's been banned. Amazon has banned his book, Muhammad's Koran. And as this article by Robert Spencer points out, there's pretty much only two places now that you can get books, Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And if they're not selling your book, your book doesn't get read. 
CARE, which is the Islamic organization, which is a front group for Hamas, with ter- which terrorist ties, is, the, is in control of Twitter. They're the ones that got Laura Loomer banned. They're the ones that got Tommy Robinson banned. We have terrorist organizations in control of American media and American retailers. This is real serious stuff, as Robert Spencer's article putting out. Uh, this is the 21st century equivalent of the Nazis taking out books from university libraries and burning them. Can you think of another scholarly book on Islam that has been banned by Amazon? Mein Kampf is for sale on Amazon, as are books like the terrorist manual called the Anarchist Cookbook. Just another reason I will never do business with Amazon ever again. And we, you know what? We need to maybe start not doing any more social media, Twitter or Facebook. We've got to do something to push back. This is this is real scary stuff going on in this country. We're going to continue the discussion and highlighting this. We'll be right back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Thanks to the listeners. Come on.